Good morning, Kirby Church. I'm Joe Wilson, one of the pastors here on staff. I'm Michael Hewitt. Yeah, I got this. I'm Michael Hewitt. And uh, I just let you know, I can take control too. Hey, we're glad you're here today. We're thrilled you're here. In Acts chapter 2, there's an incredible picture here of the New Testament church. A church that is not just making things happen, but is truly thriving. I mean, growing, booming, coming together, loving one another, and God adding to their numbers. And I want you to listen to this in Acts chapter 2, beginning in verse 42. It says, They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship, to the breaking of bread, and to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. All the believers were together and had everything in common. They sold property and possessions to give to anyone who had need. Continuing in verse 46, it says, Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes, and they ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. You know, as Julie and I prayed about the opportunity to come here to Kirby Church several months ago, obviously we we begin to feel that sense that this was God's leading. This was God's will for our lives. This is what he wanted. But I've got to tell you, I've got to be very honest, it was so much easier for us after we visited Kirby Church and we began to see the love that you guys had for one another, the love and the passion you had for serving Christ, and the love and the passion that this church has for impacting other people outside the walls of this church. That was amazing. Amazing for us, and that was something I think that really began to draw us here to this church. Yeah, and for me and Allie, uh, it was we obviously saw the same thing. We made two trips up here, and and we saw that. But one of the things that was huge for us is as we're young and uh, we're newlyweds still, and uh, and so we're I'm leaving. Well, I didn't mean you weren't young. I just we're younger. All right. And so uh, glad Pastor's not up here right now. So he tried to get in this debate. Um, but the, one of the things that for us is we were leaving uh, our family. We were leaving our family and, and 18 hours away, and, and we're very independent, but we love our family. And so for us to see the family here at Kirby Church and, and knowing that we could be a part of that family, that was just one of the easiest decisions. Uh, and that was the thing that really drew, uh, drew us together. And so knowing that this would be the family. And so there's different aspects, like me and Joe are talking about, of the church that we saw and, and that we were like, we gotta be a part of what's going on here. Well, this past week, me and Joe, uh, we got to sit in on our Unity One meetings. Uh, for those that don't know, that's all it is is a week-long meeting. That's really what it is. Sounds like a lot of fun, just a week-long of meetings. But uh, what it was is we got to meet all the different ministry leaders of Kirby Church. We got to see really the inside of Kirby, um, things that we didn't even know people were doing, uh, just stories that just touched us in, in so many ways. And so uh, by the end of the week, me and Joe... Uh, we've talked through this and we were just like, we were assured by the end of Unity One that we're like, man, this is just a beautiful church. Mm. Um, this is just a beautiful representation of that New Testament church that we just read. And we gotta be a part of that. And I love it because just like you see on the screen here, it was all because we gotta sit in these Unity One meetings and we gotta see really the inside of Kirby and, and see where Kirby Church wants to be and is the church. And so that was one thing that yeah. just loved. And as we begin to hear these stories, Michael and I both being new and on staff, you know, I told Pastor Mike, I said, I think there's a lot of new people at Kirby Church. The church is growing. We've had a lot of people come in in the last year. And, and there's probably some people who've been here a long time. And, and I hate the fact, I wish everybody could have a window, could have a peek into what we're getting to see. 
the passion, the heart, and the people who are willing to take these leadership roles at Kirby Church and just follow God's leading, use their abilities and their passions and their heart to, to, to make an impact in your lives, maybe in some ways you haven't seen. And so Pastor Mike was like, you should tell that. You should share that Sunday. And I said, why don't you share that, Pastor Mike? They need to hear that from you. He said, no, no, no. They need to see it through new eyes. And so we want to share with you some of what we learned this week, what we heard this week, and hope that it inspires you and encourages you and challenges you in several different ways. I want to begin, uh, first let me just say, we can't hit all those leaders in the short amount of time we have, but we do want to highlight several, and the first one is our serving team. And so we had an opportunity, oh, that's cool. Do you have cups? um, (laughs) You can have the donuts, I'll take the coffee. (laughs) We have, uh, Randy and June are down here. Uh, Randy uh, and June have been serving here, just using their heart and their talent and their passion to be a part of our serving team. And the serving team that is awesome. Thank you so much. They, they do so much, like set up the coffee and, and prepare. They've got donut holes. Now they don't make them, but we buy them from the best donut place in Michigan. And, and we have those here ready for you guys. That's awesome. Thanks, Thank you so much. And, and they do so much more than that. I mean, they're setting up rooms and chairs and tables and things for the kids. And they're, they're checking to make sure the trash is changed. And, and, and they're here. Any opportunity to make the facilities look incredible. First impressions are so important for people when they come into a ministry. And and let me just say, by the way, that this morning, Jim Coates was here serving early. It's his 75th birthday. Is that not cool? Yeah. Yeah? And and yet this is his heart. This is his passion to be here, to serve, to be a part of these things. Guys, in my 20 plus years of ministry across several states with a lot of different churches, I have never seen a group of individuals, a team led like this team is being led to do what they're doing above and beyond the call of duty, all out of their heart's call and passion to serve Christ, and they love doing it. And this is what they told us. This stood out in my mind. I don't know if you remember, Michael, they said, we're just so thankful we get to do yeah. this. I'm like, man, it was, it's just it's so cool, so amazing. One of the other uh, areas of ministry that we heard from uh, which is so vital. As a daddy of, of three girls, I understand and know this so much. And that's our, our nursery and tot spot ministry led by Miss Ann Hutchison. And uh, just, it'd be so hard for me to explain everything that's going on. So I want you to know we have a very special guest this morning live from our tot spot area. Would you guys give it up for Pastor Mike and tot spot, okay? <laughs> is he there? Pastor Mike. Come on, Pastor. Test, test, Pastor Mike. Pastor Mike, could you wake up, please? <laughs> Let me guess. This is the morning he forgot his phone. Pastor Mike, are you there? Ready? Who's this? Hello. Whenever I think of Tot Spot and whenever I pass this room, I think of Ann's exciting ministry that we have here. But I also think of Mike and Teresa Walters. They're great friends of mine in Dunn, North Carolina. And Teresa would never have accepted Christ as her savior unless someone had watched her children in a nursery program, in a nursery ministry. Today, not only is she saved, but her husband Mike is saved and preaching the gospel. All because people get involved in this incredible ministry. Just look around. Everybody wave it. Wave at the apple. Wave at the apple. Wave at the apple. Come sit down. As we've gone through Unity One this week, we found out that that this is an amazing ministry again. 
but it's a ministry that needs your help. And so this today inside your bulletin, there's a bulletin. Yeah, come over here. There's a bulletin. There's, come here, man. Wait, come over here. Wait, wait, wait. Here, wave, wave for everybody right there. Wave. Say, Pastor Mike. Say, Pastor Mike. No? All right. So we're all done. But anyway, it's a wonderful ministry, and we want you to be a part of it. There's information sheets in your bulletin fill it out we'll do a background check but everyone needs to be a part of this ministry it's exciting and god uses this ministry to bless the entire church so that we can worship so that they can learn about jesus christ god bless you michael back to you thank you pastor as you can tell pastor fits well in tot spot and uh and I'm not, that's not a reference to his size either. I'm well, just, you and I wouldn't have fit in those chairs. No, we wouldn't no. have. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> but yeah, so we're so thankful for Ann, and we're so thankful for Tot Spot. But there's a story I'd like to share, and uh, this story, um, out, of, out of all the stories, they're all beautiful, but this one had every single person in the room in tears. Uh, it, it was one that we're all, you know, a bunch of guys in there, and we're all doing them. No, I'm not crying, man. I'm just, yeah, I'm crying. You know, I am crying. Um, but this is a story of our hope ministry. And our Hope Ministry is ran by Ronnie Eversaw. And, uh, and to be honest, I didn't even know that we had a Hope Ministry until I sat down with him. And, and he has a food pantry um, back here. It used to be in my office and I moved it out and I didn't even know what it, what it was. But he does a food pantry and we help, I think he said seven to eight, um, seven to eight different families. Uh, and he gives them two bags of food, uh, families that are in need, families that don't have the money to... Um, to maybe feed their family. And, and what he does is he has a list of different things. And so he starts telling us that he has this food and he helps out with these families and, and he gives them, they do a big Thanksgiving dinner and, and they just give it out for free. And we're, so we're sitting here and there's a picture and we're just like, man, this is great. And then he starts getting tears in his eyes. And if you know Ronnie, he's a big guy, but he's just a big, he's just a big bear. He's just a big, big sweet, bear. yeah, big old sweet teddy bear. And so he's sitting there and he's getting a little choked up and he starts telling us this story about a lady who came to him and and uh, she has a couple boys, and the house that they're living in is not a house that I think any of us would live in. Uh, I don't think you can call it a house, maybe. And, and they, they, they're sleeping on little four-inch mattress pads that are just real old, and um, there's really nothing there. It's basically like a sheet between the floor and them. And he so it breaks his heart, and he's telling us about this. And, and then he says, you know what, I decided, I think it was in his small group, he took up, uh, just took up money. And he's like, let's try to get these guys a, a bunk bed. So he, he got $161. And uh, $161, I don't know if you know this, probably won't buy a bunk bed, probably won't buy a bed, including mattresses and all that. So he goes to Craigslist and he's looking around and he's finding bunk beds and he's saying, I got 161 bucks and he's getting nothing in return. And, um, and then all of a sudden he finds this lady and she put a bunk bed on there for $200. And he's like, this is the closest one to our budget. Let me just write her and tell her what we're doing and see if she'll take $161. And, and so he writes her and she's like, you know what, I'll take $161 for this. And he's like, thank you, Lord, we have bunk beds. And so he's getting welled up and we thought that was the end of the story. So we're like, that's a good story, Ronnie. That is a good story. And he's like, and so we took the family there and we're like, oh, it's gonna continue going. And he's like, we took the family there to pick up these bunk beds. We had $161. Um, and it's really, it's like the, the story of the fish and the loaves from Jesus. And they have $161 and they think they're just getting a bunk bed and getting a good deal on it. And this lady sees them and, and she goes, you know what? This family doesn't just need bunk beds. They need sheets for their mattresses on their bunk beds. So she gives them sheets. Oh, you know what? Oh, they need a dresser too for their clothes. And so she gives them a dresser. And then she goes, you know what? These boys would probably love to watch TV. Let me give them a TV. 
And so with $161, just based off Ronnie's heart to serve people um, and Ronnie's heart to be a blessing, uh, $161 went a whole lot further uh, just with the use of God and what he could do with it than what we could do with it. And, and so that was a story that we heard. And it was one that we're all, so like I said, we were all sitting there in tears listening to Ronnie talk about this. And so it's stories like that that just um, help me and Joe know that this is the place that we need to be. And we're so happy Ronnie would do that because Ronnie wants to be the church. And so we're thankful for him and his ministry. Other people being the church uh, for us, um, being a former youth and children's pastor, and again, having three kids. My youngest now is a six-year-old, and I've got to tell you, little Claire, and we, we prayed about this because the transition of kids, you know, across three states and all those kind of things is not easy, and we prayed and we prayed, and God answered our prayers, but not just uh, our prayers in one way. He answered in another way by providing some of the best children's ministry I've seen. And what Ken does in Pioneer Clubs, what Miss Allie does down here in our Unleashed Children's Church ministry is over the top. Little Claire, honestly, she doesn't want to go anywhere on weekends. Like if we're talking vacation, anything. no, she wants to be at Kirby Church. She doesn't want to miss it. She loves it. I can't tell you what that does for a daddy's heart. It's incredible. And a couple of weeks ago, uh, Miss Allie had, had a, our, this, uh, Michael and I and our wives down to the kids' church ministry. Uh, they made us, you know, uh, do some really oh, weird yeah, things with chocolate on. pudding. We won't discuss that here. I enjoyed it, but, actually. Uh, then they, they honored us by giving us these jerseys. Is that not incredible? That's pretty cool. And um, yeah, yeah. And we want, we want you to understand a little bit more about what takes place. You've probably never been down the children's wing. Some of you never have. Some of you don't dare brave that area. But we're thankful that Allie does and her whole team she's brought together. And again, live, we have Pastor Mike down in the children's church area. Let's see if we can pull him up on the screen. Are you there? Pastor Mike. He was upstaged in the first appointment, so... And it's interesting, you know, we test, you test all these things before the service, all the audio, but we didn't test the audio with 25 little, you know, kids in tot spot, you know, so it's always different. Um, we'll see what happens here with uh, the he children's He probably just church. loved tot spot so much, he just stayed in there, he forgot about he, the rest of know, it. He's probably still sitting he's at the table saying, eating donut holes. Exactly. Hurry up. <laughs> Again, he fits well, did yeah. Listen, I'm now in our children's church, and uh, this is an incredible ministry. Today they're learning about choices and how sometimes we make good choices, sometimes we make bad choices. Now, I'm going to count to three. Tell everybody in the auditorium, do you make more good choices or bad choices? One, two, three. We have children from ages four to sixth grade down here learning God's word, learning, singing, worshiping, and just having this incredible experience. Right now, Jared Points is teaching them again um, about lessons. And I see on the board, the bad choices is hitting their brother. <laughs> Another bad choice is let, I see up, could be up there is letting their brother hit them. I'm not sure, but, uh, but then they talk about good choices. This is an incredible ministry. And we have always, always, always been big on young families and children here at Kirby Church. And that's going to continue. Every time we do a baby dedication, we stand in agreement with that family to provide a quality children's program, Tot Spot and this ministry, to help these children, everybody lean in, 
Say hi. Hi. To help, have a good day. To help them be all that Christ wants them to be, and you can see they need a lot of help. So we need your help. If you're interested in being a part of this ministry, join us. Allie Smith does an awesome job. There's information inside the bulletin. Sign up. We'd love to have you in this ministry, right? Yeah. Well, that was awesome. Well, Allie, we are so thankful for you and your ministry that you do here. I am especially because uh, you help tone them down a little bit before they get to me. And so I just love it. And I'm thankful for you. Uh, yeah, I use that word, tone it down. Uh, so the, the last thing that we really want to share, the story that we want to share, um, we've shared stories about just the church being the church, the New Testament church, all the different ministries that we do. And, and yes, we, we are uh, doing a lot of things. Uh, but one of my favorite, and keep in mind, I've been here since June, me and Allie have. And uh, so we've only done this one year, but it's going to be one that goes on the calendar every year, something we do every single August. And it's going to be our church-wide canoe trip. And I call it canoe trip, and really it's a camping trip. Uh, we go canoeing one day. I didn't go actually, but you can go canoeing one of the days if you want. Uh, but it's just a time where the church, yeah, we can do all these ministries in the church and it's great, but we get to get outside the walls and we go up north, uh, Traverse City, and we just have a great time up there. And, and it's really neat because at the end of, uh, on, on 46 and 47, it just talks about them, them breaking bread and them just enjoying each other uh, and just doing life together in Acts 2. And, and so I love it because we get to sit down uh, in these chairs with a bunch of people for me and Allie that we've never met and we just get to know them. We get to do fun things. Um, hey, Ranger. Thank you so much. Hey, Randy June, he should be on the serving team. What do you think? And so we get to enjoy- Thank you, Ranger Bob. Uh, we get to enjoy fun things like Ranger Bob, and we just get a time to get together and, and really just do life together. We still uh, open up the word, James Miller, um, spoke on Esther one night. I loved it. And, and we just get to sit down around. A, I mean, we just put as many chairs as we can in a big circle. And we just sit around a bonfire and we just enjoy God's beautiful creation and we enjoy the church. And so it's a time for me where uh, I love outdoors and I just love this event. And it's one that grows every year. And I'm thankful for Kent McCroskey mm. for putting it on. So thankful for him because he wants to be the church. And like I said, we can be the church outside the walls, just enjoying life together. And so, uh, and so we spoke on all these, all these different ways, you know, yeah, we can, we can do um, these ministries on the inside and we're doing unbelievable things. And, and we really have, uh, like we shared the story of uh, Ronnie Eversaw and just what he's doing. And it was like every person we met, it was a story like that. And we love it. But, but one thing that we get out of those meetings and, and the pastoral staff sits down and we just say, you know what, we're really only scratching the mm. surface of what we could do, just like Ronnie, 161 bucks. But he trusted the Lord and look what the Lord did. And so for us at Kirby Church, we realize that we're just scratching the surface of the potential of what God wants for us and what God wants for Kirby Church. And so, uh, and so after this Unity One Week, and we're thinking through, we're doing so many things, but there's so many more things we could do. Man, let's just give them three things, three things to really focus on so we can start to tap into that potential that the Lord has for you and he has for Kirby Church. And the first thing is that, uh, and it's, it's the blank on your bulletin, and it's that we want you to share Christ. It's the one we've learned from since you're in Allie's, um, or since you're in Ann's tot spot, is to serve 
uh, uh, share Christ, I'm sorry. And so for us in the youth group, um, and this looks like a different thing. I'm the youth pastor, for those who don't know, but this looks like a different thing uh, b- besides just sharing the gospel, which is needed. Don't get me wrong, it's important and needed. But sharing Christ, think of all the events that Kirby Church puts on. Like if you can get them here, we will tell them the gospel. And, and we have different events. We have Fall Fest coming up. There's cards like this. You can hand out on the back is sermon series um, that's gonna be coming. And so you can hand these out to people. Uh, that can be sharing Christ. We have these little cards here that Joe got, something extra to show that God loves you uh, with Kirby Church and, and the address and the times of our services on. And you can do it that way. Uh, and so really what it comes down to is, yes, you, you can present the gospel. And I'm praying that you do. But if you can just get them here. Uh, we'll do our part, promise we'll do our part as pastoral staff uh, to present the gospel and to grow them in their faith. And so for the teen service, it was really uh, this past Wednesday, for those of you that were here, it was a different Wednesday night. We call it the move service because we were just kind of moving everyone uh, in different ways. And the teens, they like to be different, so they call it motion. And so for us, we just said, you know what, we're gonna have motion night, second Wednesday of every month. And what we're gonna do is we're just gonna, and and I, I promise I didn't challenge the kids uh, I, didn't, I didn't say one thing about you better bring your friends. Bring, I did tell them to bring their friends, but I never once made a sermon series about it, nothing. I just wanna see what they did. And in one night, just for telling them, hey, we got this service we want you to bring your friends to, our youth group uh, increased by 94%. We had 111 students here this past Wednesday, and we had five salvations. And it's all because, yeah. Mm-hmm. Amen. And it's, and it's all because they decided to own that service. They, they understand that they need to share Christ. And so they decided to ask their friends, 111 students showed up. Imagine Kirby Church, what God could do if each of you decided to own this service. Imagine if we had a 94% increase, which is crazy because I know we deal with, with size already and we don't have enough room, but just how beautiful of a problem is that? That if we grew by 94% by next week. And so... Uh, the first thing that I just want to challenge you with is just to continue to share Christ. Take these cards when you leave. They're at the kiosk out there. The ushers might have them. Uh, get those cards and just hand them out because you never know. Uh, if the student, if the, for us, the students, they never knew if their friends were going to show up until the day of. And we had 111 show up. And so just continue to share Christ. Amen. That's an incredible opportunity for us. The second thing that we wanted to emphasize to you was to serve Christ. I'm one of those guys, a little strange, I think, in, in, in how I believe and feel. I, I, I like to just follow Scripture in, in all these things. And I believe that you and I, biblically, were put on this earth to make a contribution. That we are saved to serve, to make a difference. And the thing that I was so blown away by in the Unity One meetings is here were, here were people, normal, regular people, who loved Jesus and were willing to make a difference, to serve. And here's my thing. I believe that everyone, God's calling all of you to serve and to make a difference. He's given you gifts, talents, and abilities, and passions, and and past experiences in your life. And there's a place for every one of you. And my challenge to you this morning is to find your place to serve. In James chapter 2, James talks about the fact that, you know, we are saved by faith. But in actuality, you know, show me your faith by what you do, by your service, by how you live out your faith. That's how people are going to see. You may, you've probably heard this before, and it sounds kind of like a a weird cliche, but you may be the only Bible some people ever read by the way they see you live out your faith 
by the way they see you live out your life. There are opportunities galore. You couldn't hear it great, but Pastor Mike, when he was in tight spot, was sharing this incredible need we have in nursery. Honestly, we could use another 20 volunteers in our, our, our nursery to serve on Wednesday night and Sundays. And you have in your uh, program this morning an opportunity. If you're interested, don't do it if, if that's not where God's calling you. If you don't like kids, we don't want you there, believe me. But, but if, if you're okay, I mean, if you love kids and you want to find a place to serve, I'm telling you, here's a need. Here's an opportunity. Mark that form today. Put that in the offering plate or turn it in at the back. Give it to one of the ushers, and we'll let you meet with Ann, and we'll, we'll try to plug you in to give you a place where you can find your place to serve. And the final point number three that we want to emphasize to you this morning is to know Christ. In knowing Christ, as the size of the church that we are now, we kind of have to facilitate ministry. But one of the things that I love doing, I love from doing it from this stage and privately in one-on-one situation, is sharing Jesus Christ with folks so you know. I mean, that's why we do all of this so that you can know Christ. When they cut the video feed off in Tot Spot and started just reviewing the Bible story that the children learned that day, and they knew it, Jonah and the fish. Matter of fact, little Cole ran up and got the fish, you know, and was acting it out, you know, and ate three children uh, in, in there. When I went down to Tot, uh, Children's Church, Jared Points was teaching on choices. He was teaching God's word. Listen, from tot spot to the wildcats, I stuck my head in their door. It is all about helping you know Jesus, and if you know him, to know him better. It's why we do all of this. It's why we do what we do. It's the win for us. Wednesday night, it wasn't just so we could have a different feel. It was so that five teenagers could get saved, so that they could know Christ. And we would be kind of missing the whole point of today if we did all of this, but didn't tell you, if you don't know Christ as your Lord and Savior, to know him. So let me just very quickly tell you how you can know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. We're all kind of in the baseball thing right now, and I don't know, I stayed up way too late last night to get up way too early this morning to do this but watching the Tigers. So I'm going to use a little baseball analogy and talk about how we need a spiritual base for our life. First of all, you have to believe that Jesus is who he says he is, the Son of God and the Savior of the world. That he is who he says he is. He's not just a good teacher. He's not just a nice guy. He's just not some miracle worker who appeared for a short time on the pages of history, but he is the eternal Son of God Almighty. He's the Messiah to the Jews, and he's the savior of the world. So you have to know, you have to believe that he is the son of God and the savior of the world. And if you don't believe that point, nothing else really matters. That's the starting place is with Jesus. Then A would stand for you have to accept his forgiveness for your sins. His forgiveness for my sins? How did that work? Well, because God is a loving God, God is also a holy God. He's a righteous God. He's a just God. And sin has to be dealt with. Just like when your child disobeys, there's consequences. And sin has consequences. The consequences of unconfessed, unresolved sin is an eternity in hell. 
It isn't pretty. It doesn't sound good in our day and time, but that's what the scripture says. But the Bible tells us that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son to die on a cross. And there, everything that you did wrong, everything that you messed up, every sin you ever committed was placed right on Jesus Christ, right on his shoulder. And he bore your sins. And in doing that, he paid the debt of your sin. And so when you accept his forgiveness for your sin, basically you tell God you're sorry for the sins that you've committed and you thank Jesus Christ for dying on the cross for you. As as you switch to God's plan for your life, following his, his way, his instruction, his guidance, you follow hard after the will of God. That means serving. That means growing. That means connecting. means being part of a a group of people who love sharing and serving and knowing Jesus Christ. And the final one is E. B is believing that he is who he says he is. A is accepting Christ or forgiveness of your sins. S is switching to God's plan for your life. And this is probably the hardest of the four that I'm going to give you, is that you have to express your desire to let Jesus Christ be the CEO, the boss. The Bible would use the word Lord we don't live in a feudal system kind of anymore, so that kind of has lost its, its touch. But Jesus is the one who needs to have the final say-so in your life. You switch to his plan. It's an incredible adventure. If you would have told me that a seven-year-old little boy would give his heart to Jesus Christ in the age of 16, God would call him to preach at the age of 20. I'd go off to Bible college, go to North Carolina, Kentucky, and preach on three different, four different continents. I don't even know now. And, and just have the privilege to do what I do here for 19 years. I would go, you are crazy. But it's an incredible adventure. But it starts with believing, accepting his forgiveness for your sins then you commit to switching to his plan for your life because he now has the final say so. Would you bow your heads? Would you close your eyes for just a moment? You may be here today and you've never had a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. You've never given your heart to Jesus. Man, right now, today, today is the day. You've thought about it. You're, you, you have a curiosity about it. But today, today is the day. So why don't right now you pray this very simple prayer to ask Christ in your heart, dear Jesus, forgive me of my sins. Come into my heart. Today I'm going to switch to your plan for my life and from this day forward I'm going to follow you. Thank you. Thank you for saving me. just keep your heads bowed and eyes closed for just a moment. I wonder if anyone here this morning prayed that prayer. You asked Jesus Christ through a very simple message to come into your heart and come into your life. And I wonder if there's anyone here who prayed that prayer. Would you just right there where you sit, would you just raise your hand? Anyone? Anyone? Church, be the church. Share, serve, know.
We phrase it different ways, connect, grow, and serve. But it still is the same, isn't it? Would you pray with me? Father, in your most holy name, I pray your blessing on the message today. As the guys have just kind of shared from the, the excitement of the...